Welcome to Lowering the Rim. We're talking about practice, man. <laughs> All right, welcome back to Lowering the Rim. Today we got a special guest for you, Andy Liu. What's up, what's up? All the way from Arkansas. Uh, we're just going to pick his brain a little bit about the uh, NBA offseason and what he's looking forward to. Andy, how you doing? Man, I'm good. I'm, I'm enjoying Enjoying LA, it's really it's really nice out here. Uh, glad we got the opportunity to uh, finally meet up. We've been uh, we've been talking about this even before I came here, um, and then whenever I came here, when I first came here about a month and a half ago, we we're like, yeah, we're gonna make this happen, and here we are a month and a half later, <laughs> when all the off season moves have been made, and we finally get a chance to connect. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's definitely good to be here. All right, so first off, let's talk about uh, what you think you're top off-season moves were uh, this summer? Yeah, um, and I'm not saying this because I'm a, being, being a bandwagon here. So now you, you did just move out to uh, Los Angeles, so yeah, so that's so the I'm preface for whatever you're about to say, huh? Yeah, I, I, do, I do have an L.A. hat. For some reason, I can't find my Golden State hat, but we're not, we're not, we're not, we're not. Well, you what know. when you say LA hat, what sport are? are it's a, it's, a, it's actually a Lakers hat. <laughs> but I bought that. Oh, I bought okay. that back in November. Whenever they they were stinking it up, this is before the whole AD situation. Um, Do you, you know, have any jerseys? No, I don't have one basketball jersey. Um, at all. What I, about Dodgers? What about Rams? Do you have anything? No. Oh, I do. I do have a. Angels. Um, it's he's an Angels player, so I have a Shohei Otani uh, Japanese jersey that I got from Japan of his uh, original. Well, not I don't know if it's his original team, uh, but whenever before he came over in the bidding system, I do have that. That is my only baseball jersey, um, and I have a football jersey from uh, from the Cowboys. But other than that, <laughs> it's just a bunch of hats, you know. Um, you know, I I usually like following players. Uh, more than anything, um, the teams. You think that's just more of a how the league has developed now, it, it, or how it's progressed? Is it people just follow players instead of having a lo- they have a loyalty to to let's say LeBron or to uh, Steph Curry? It's not so much the team; it's just whoever, whatever team that player's on is who they're going to root for. Yeah, I think that is the new way the NBA is moving, right? Because, you know, before you would follow a team because those players stuck together, mm-hmm. right? Now, if you are a LeBron fan, if you're a KD fan, mm-hmm. wherever he goes, right, right, that's going to be the team that you're going to follow. And, you know, most likely now, I would say nowadays people have multiple teams, mm-hmm. right? They have their hometown team. Guilty. Yeah, I mean, like me too. I have my hometown team, big mass fan. Um, excited about every move they make, you know. But in reality, I know when. It but refuse to time, <laughs> refuse to talk about them on the podcast. <laughs> well, we'll talk about them a little bit. They're gonna be exciting, you know. But I think for the most part, it's not. Um, that's just kind of the new wave, the new wave, um, and that's basketball, right? I will say it different from sport. Like yeah, for football, yeah. you're gonna be one team. You're gonna be one team. You're not jumping around because these players don't jump around. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for basketball, I would say just with the way. I mean, just look at this off season. How many superstars moved teams? If you were a Westbrook fan, right? 
you are now a Houston fan. Yeah. I think, the, what did they say? Like, within days, the Oklahoma basketball team died. Like, the fan base just died. And then... You think Dame Lillard killed that organization? Dame Lillard. <laughs> With that one shot, he, he ended yeah. a franchise. But, no, I, I definitely agree with you. Like, they just, they just really follow Yeah, and it makes sense, like you said. People used to follow a team because, oh, our team is going to have this player or Mm -hmm. all these same players for 10 years because the contracts were so big. Mm -hmm. Now contracts are two years, three years. Mm -hmm. So it can be tough to root for your team if they're just getting swapped out with different guys all the time. Yeah, and players want to play with their friends now, right? They they, Mm -hmm. they want to... Like the players are definitely in more control of the league than than previous, I would say probably generations. Uh huh. Um, like now players have a lot of say. Uh, for example, hope I'm not jumping too far ahead. Paul George, three years left on his contract that he just signed and committed to OKC last mm-hmm. year, was able to force his way out. Right, not including what Kawhi did last year. Right, it's like, hey, I'm not even gonna play for San Antonio, and that was a yeah, winning out a whole basketball year. team. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like he was in a small. I mean, you know, hopefully nobody gets mad. Like, you know, it wasn't like he was in a small market like the Detroit Pistons, Detroit Pistons, Detroit Pistons. Yeah, uh, you know, they're. I, I find it. I. Or something like that. He wanted to get out. You can understand that, right? MVP caliber team doesn't want to be in a small market, but San Antonio with Pop. And with the roster that they had, that's a championship caliber team, you know, year in and year out. He's like, you know what? I don't want to play for you. I don't, I don't like it. He got out, right? Um, and the, kind of all the other moves that happened this year, a lot of them had years left um, on their contract. But Yeah, it makes you wonder how contracts are going to evolve because now, like you said, Paul George was an example. He signed a contract, and really that contract kind of meant nothing at all. He, yeah. he could get out of it. Whenever he wanted to, mm-hmm. so and, yeah, and you wonder if there will be some sort of swing the other way when they do their new uh, new CBA and deals. stuff like that. Yeah. I think I think they talked about that, um, and the thing is like, I, I think whenever they came to the GM, <clears throat> whenever um, you know Paul George had asked for the trade, it was just like, well, do you honor his request or do you keep a disgruntled star? Mm-hmm. And that's tough, right? I mean, you know, that's what happens. You have a disgruntled star. You gotta listen to them. I guess the other piece too is that 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 reality only exists for the top players as well. Oh, you know, absolutely. It's, it's they can do it because they're the elite players in the league. Mm-hmm. It's not that sort of stuff is not taking place with the, your the, the seventh, players. eighth, ninth oh, yeah. guy on absolutely the roster. Not. So I don't think your third guy can even command that. Yeah, so they kind of I guess in a sense they kind of earn it because they've already proven mm-hmm. that they're the elite players in the league so yeah and uh, you know like previous years they were trying to control that so then you don't have things like this happening mm-hmm. but i guess you know with um who did it start with they probably started with lebron right that's probably the new generation yeah i think he kind of yeah created the the idea of the player empowerment and how mm-hmm. you can if you're a superstar you can kind of control your own destiny versus yeah. the team controlling it and kind of like what he did with you know the the Cavs with you know making sure that they do something every year signing one year contract one year with player option you know mm-hmm. so make sure that they do make his moves and then he'll come in and sign his contract last minute um so but yeah let's so let's probably try to Hop back on topic, right? <laughs> um, <clears throat> no, for sure. Definitely my uh, top offseason move, I would say, um, the Clippers, right? Getting 
the claw getting Paul George in like a matter of 24 hours. Or no, no, I think they announced it together, right? Mm-hmm. They announced it together. Uh, I mean, huge move. They jumped all the way to the favorites. <laughs> Like the Vegas, Vegas odds, books, yeah. yeah. If you go by the sports book, they are the favorite to win the championship now, um, and I mean that's that's awesome. Um, yeah, from a team that has been sort of, I, they had a somewhat successful era with Lob City, but for the most part, that yeah. it's a franchise that has a history of just not being relevant whatsoever. Yeah, yeah and really, like I think you know, ever after you know, um, Lob City got you know. Pretty much, you know, disassembled. Mm-hmm. There was really no hopes for them. Like <laughs> they traded away like all the guys, and it's just like, well, what are they gonna do with this? And they had a plan. They had a plan. They they stocked up all these draft picks. They have all this space. And I mean, like, great move. I mean, like, they're, they're, that's probably executive of the year for this coming season. Um, but I think that's that's exciting. The Clippers. Never relevant. I mean, they still have Doc Rivers. I don't really care for him. Um, oh, really? Yeah, but he was quiet. He was like, oh, I want to play for a great coach. I'm like, yeah, Pop. <laughs> you know, but, you know, he, he won in Toronto. And, man, at this point, I don't still even know who that coach's name is. So, you know, like, it's really not – it's it's really about the players. When did he say that, that he wanted to play for a great coach? Was that during the press conference? Um, Yeah, like why he chose um the, the organization. Oh, okay. Yeah, so – That is interesting, yeah, because he sat out a whole yeah. year with I wonder Greg if it Popovich. Was a shot. I wonder if it was a shot at Pop. Or was it really, okay, well, I had to say something why I chose L.A., you know? But he was always going to be linked to L.A. And, and same, same with Paul George. So I think it was really surprising whenever um, he announced he was going to stay in Oklahoma City. And I remember that day how that came about because uh, Westbrook had, like, a live stream or something because he, he had a party going on. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, you know, let me bring my friend out. Boom, Paul George's like, yeah, I'm staying, you know? Like, well, now I'm leaving. <laughs> Less than a year later. But... I don't know what they're gonna do now. So now will they, you will you buy a Cl- L.A. Clippers hat? You well, said you have a Lakers no, one. No, I don't think I'll buy a Clippers <laughs> hat. I'll watch them. I'll, I'll root for them. I'll cheer for them. But I'm not looking to buy a shirt, a jersey, or a hat. Nope, that's not me. You know, even for the Lakers, I'm not looking to buy, you know, any of their of their merch or anything like that. Like for me, like I usually just buy a hat. It's just cheap. the hat, 20, yeah. 20, 30 bucks. So that was your other team, though, that you. Thought had a really good off season was the Lakers. Yeah, you will be wearing their hat. I will be wearing their hat. Uh, I have the hat in the car actually, but I decided to wear the Mavs hat. Well, that was a good choice. <laughs> uh, so, what what did you like about the Lakers? Um, I mean, obviously the AD trade, right? Um, I think that's going to be a very big uh, front court for them to to, to kind of play with, and plus they got some good role players. Danny Green, um, I think that was kind of. Well, he was two years thirty mil. Is that right? I think that's the deal he got. Yeah, it it, it was it was not cheap, but it was a good contract uh, for for everybody. It's short anyway. Yeah. If it doesn't work out, they could just yep. They and could then, probably trade it. And they got Demarcus Cousins. Now you have Demarcus Cousins. You know, half a season removed ish uh, from his injury. Um, him and AD played together before, so they'll know how to use that space. I wouldn't say they were like. Good, but you know now you have LeBron. Like adding LeBron to that element changes like whatever they had because like the spacing and everything's gonna be different. I think they said most likely LeBron point forward. I mean he's been doing that, but it's just a official label now. Um, and with him handling the ball, I think this is gonna be a really good team. It's gonna be exciting. Um, 
and I think there was a lot of a lot of talk. I mean, there was always a lot of talk with LeBron in off seasons, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they were saying last year that, um, I mean, he just he just didn't have it, blah blah blah. But it's like the guy played the most games, played the most games last year, most minutes, mm-hmm. um, and then the um, the former GM of, of Cleveland came out. It's like, yeah, man, it was just a disaster this last couple of years in Cleveland because of the way LeBron was running the show. Um, so I think there's a lot of motivation there. You haven't heard too much from LeBron this 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 off season and you know it's usually when they're quiet it's when they're training it's preparing. He's, but he's not quiet on tuesdays though <laughs> he's not quiet on tuesdays talk on tuesdays the, right? i agree with you with the I, I think they got demarcus for what three million something yeah, like, like something almost, like almost like a mi- uh, to like me a that yeah that is well worth it it's like such low risk you didn't pay anything for him basically and it's just got all the potential there i think you'll I think he'll come back uh, as strong as ever. Um, yeah, he may not give you that. What was he? Part like a twenty fifteen guy, twenty five fifteen, yeah, twenty five points, fifteen rebounds. You don't need that from him on this team. No, he can give you because they still 10. have Javale McGee as well, right? Yeah, they have McGee that can come in. So that's a huge front court. Oh yeah, you have huge. AD, Javale, and uh, Demarcus. Yeah, and then you have LeBron. Uh, you have Kuzma, and then you, they probably have Rondo thrown out there as, as the as the point. That's a scary starting five. Do you think he would start Rondo? Yeah, unless... They they, have, I'm trying to think who else. They have Quinn Cook. Do they have another guard that they... I can't think. Oh, they have that... What's that white guy's name that, that kind of took Caruso? over last year? Yeah, him. Okay. He, I think he's pretty good. I, I think he can kind of get some good playing time, probably in the second unit. It's probably going to be him, Danny Green, JaVale McGee, Cooks. It's probably mm-hmm. going to be that second unit and probably whoever else. Oh, didn't they re-sign um, Cabo Pope? Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. He's not really a point guard though. Well, you know, no, but he, but he's a he's a he's a three three and D guy. He's a uh-huh. three and D guy. And did they also sign Avery Bradley? Oh, that's who I'm thinking of. Yeah. I knew they signed some other point guard. Yeah. So so Avery well, Bradley's kind of a two three, guard. Yeah. He's like a three and D guy as well. Yeah. Um, Minus the three. Yeah. And he's maybe the D as well. Since, uh, Boston day. But he, it's funny because he used to play for the Clippers. Um, he was expecting. Um, yeah. Max but, money never got there because like. We don't even know. Like, there was no storyline about Avery Bradley after um, his, um, his his Boston Celtics day. Yeah, it seemed like that was kind of the pinnacle of his powers. But who knows? I mean, he, maybe... It seems like when people play with the LeBron, they their numbers tend to improve, right? Yeah. For the most part. Because it's easier. Yeah. Like, as much as... He kind of takes a lot of workload on. Game. You have to adjust your game to play around him. But he does make your life easier. Mm-hmm. So, I mean... But if you want to be a, a star on a team and you want to be the face of that franchise, well, yeah, this is not for you. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, I mean, even Kuzma, he's kind of like a Harden type. Like mm-hmm. he's gonna control everything, but it can lead to yep. you know your improved numbers yeah. as well. And that's part also part of the the D'Antoni offense and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, I think so. The last thing for me is um, kind of flip flopping between this, but the Westbrook trade. I really, really love it. Uh, for who? For for Houston. Okay. One, it's just to change it up. It's to change it up. Um, you got a more younger athletic guard coming in here. I Did mean, you not like Chris Paul? Or? I feel like Chris Paul was overrated. Like okay. extremely, extremely overrated. Um, and it, it, it was funny whenever I heard he got max money. Yeah, that con- I remember 
telling my brother when that happened that that contract doesn't make any sense. It doesn't but. make any sense. But Chris Paul, it's getting old. He keeps getting injured, right? Could they have beat the Warriors last season? Maybe. If Chris Paul Well, was honestly, I think that that story's been put to rest. Like, what? The Warriors have beat them, what? They've eliminated them four times mm-hmm. out of the well, playoffs they, in they the had last a game, five they years. They had a game up on them, right? They didn't have Chris Paul. So, I don't know. I mean, like... You're talking about the Rockets? Yeah, the Rockets. Yeah, I just think the Warriors have shown, what, four four times now they've taken the Rockets out. It's like that... They're just yeah, they're knows? just the better team, you know? It's hypothetical. It's hypothetical. <laughs> All right. What... what could have happened. Wait, right? are you saying if Westbrook would have been on the Rockets no, last no, 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 year? No, 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 I'm talking about, no, no, not last year, sorry, the season before that. The season before that. When Chris Paul got, got hurt, injured? Yeah, whenever Houston was up. But see, that's my point, is what I'm saying is this year they had Chris Paul and KD didn't play, and they st- and the Warriors still beat them. It's like, it doesn't matter what the scenario is, the Warriors are going to beat the Rockets. I, I think, I think it, was, it was... I think they were a different team. Houston was a different team last year. It was a it was a at least a year younger Chris Paul. Right? A year less of uh, Chris Paul and James Harden hating each other. Maybe yeah. Is that what you're getting? Yeah, at? I mean, like they weren't they weren't the same. Like there wasn't a whole bunch of headlines this year about about the Rockets. I don't yeah. think there was. I mean, there there was a lot of headlines. about They weren't the sixty yeah. what sixty five win team like mm-hmm. they were that year. Yeah. So I mean, it's one of those like even if even if it's season to season. And you return the same roster, it could be completely different result for whatever it is. Because like, yeah, you no, know, I like, agree it's just with like, that. It, it just, Not every year, yeah, is, like because is people learn equal. you a little bit more, mm-hmm. so they can game plan around you a bit more. Um, so I mean, there's there's things like that. So again, like it's all kind of like up in the air. But I think having Westbrook um, on this team, I was concerned about the ball, kind of like who's going to get it. But I think Westbrook is going to prove that. You know, again, this is like a motivation thing for him. It's like, you know, people say, I can't win. You know, KD left me. You know, I can't do this. And you know what, dude? This guy's a professional, right? He's going to work on his game. And it's like, you know what? Like, I think for a lot of players, like, they want to prove the critics wrong. I mean, they hear it. Mm -hmm. They hear it all the time. I mean, like, they know what's going on with the media, you know? Like, it's not like we're telling them something new. They always act surprised. Like, no, no, I never heard that. You know, (laughs) like, they always say that's like the go to line. Uh, but they know what's going on. You know, they have their circle that tells them they don't have to necessarily look it up. Uh, but I think that's going to be an exciting combo. Not championship color combo, but fun to watch combo. Yeah, I agree with that. I think they'll be a a really good regular season team. Mm-hmm. I, I do think that. Like they have all the pieces. Capella is solid. They got P.J. Tucker still. I just... Think come playoffs, people have Westbrook figured out, and it's you know, just, they have D'Antoni figured out too. Just his system, right? His system. He's never won the big games, right? He's always been good in the regular season, but he can't win the big games because you know playoff time. It's about defense. Mm. So, you know, I, I think for Houston, the big thing that changed for Houston was I think it was the like the defensive coach or whatever, like it not was not there that second year, which was like this year um, that the season just ended. Um, well, they let him go, but then they brought him back. Oh, did he? Did he come back? Yeah, but yeah. They they renegotiated, but now he's not there this year, there. though. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So there's been some weird like internal mm-hmm. uh, struggles with the whole coaching thing because even D'Antoni, they decided yeah, we're not going to give re- him an extension. We're yeah. not going to renew him. Yeah. So there's been a lot of weird behind the scenes yeah. stuff there. 
But so what would you say their ceiling is? If, if you don't you don't think they can win a championship. Um, I do actually, I, by the way, I do agree with the idea that the Chris Paul thing wasn't working. At least try something different. Mm-hmm. Westbrook is way more athletic. He is. You're basically giving that money to somebody that's three years younger and way more athletic. So I do. I do see why you would do the deal. But what what do you think their ceiling is? Um, probably. I mean, they could even. I would say their ceiling. They could be. They could be the number one team, number one seed. I think that's possible. Because for the most part, we're talking playoffs, though. Like, oh well, yeah, like in the playoffs. I mean, they'll they'll be out. They they won't make it past the second round. Okay, so you think the second round is their yeah? Second round is gonna be. I mean, that's where they're gonna fall apart. Um, again, they're gonna be a great regular season team. They're gonna there's gonna be a lot of highlights, mm-hmm. a lot of highlights. Um, and and I think that's gonna be because the other teams they have really big pieces coming in. Like for example, the Clippers. That's two huge pieces coming into a whole new system, mm-hmm. right? That's gonna take a little bit of time to to kind of work it in. Um, Plus, Paul George, yeah, might already be injured to start the season, yeah. so that's kind of extends it. Yep, even can't more. practice, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the Lakers. I mean, I think anybody wanting to come play with LeBron is an adjustment. Yeah, right. I mean, his teams had always needed to adjust because mm-hmm. he was in the East. It was easy, right? They'll just turn it up in the playoffs, right? They have eighty-two games to figure it out. Um, a little bit different in the West, especially this year's West. This year's West so competitive. So excited. Um, I would say probably six teams for sure locked in. Seven and eight seed is open. Okay, so what are the six that are guaranteed? Uh, I would say the guaranteed teams would be, um, not in order, uh, Denver, the LA teams, that's three. Uh-huh. Houston, that's four. Portland, that's five. Um, Who just at, uh, extended CJ McCollum as well. So they've got yeah. Lillard and McCollum for the next five years. Yeah, so that's Five, man. Who else? Who else did I have locked down? I probably need to look at the. I'll, I can list some, and maybe you can. Okay. Uh, jazz Warriors. Oh yeah, the Jazz. Uh, I would say. Oh oh, so sorry. The Warriors. People sleep on the Warriors. They're not going to be as good, but they're still going to be good enough to make the playoffs. And when it comes to playoff time, they could surprise you, right? These are these are the uh, what four time defending Western Conference champs, right? Don't sleep on them. A lot of people five have turned them off. Yeah, five straight. You still have Curry. You'll get Clay back. You still have Steve Kerr, right? You still have the system that has made them great. So have Draymond. Here's a thought for you. Think about it. This is how I think about it because I am a Warriors fan. They're 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 gonna be better this year than they would have been if they would have signed KD. Yeah, because you see what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Because basically, if they would sign KD. They have a whole year that he's not playing at all. Yeah, instead, Stephen and and Draymond. Yeah, and That's instead they have D'Angelo Russell out there, so they have an extra piece versus having nobody for a whole year. Yeah. So they should be better than they would have been if they would have kept KD, right? Yeah. No, I, I definitely theory? agree. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely agree because, like, Achilles injuries are tough. I mean, that's what Demarcus had. Uh huh. Um, and so, then he ended up blowing that quad on that same leg. Because, yeah, so you just never know uh, with injuries that have. I mean, they're trying to sell tickets. They can't sell out their new arena with um, Draymond and Steph. You know, Clay's not coming back. I think Clay said he's probably like looking at after All-Star break. 
Really? Okay. So, so it'll be a while then. Oh yeah. Gonna... I got a feeling he might come back sooner than that. But yeah, yeah. He's gonna try. Who knows? I mean, the regular season. There's no point to for a team like that. There's no point for them to like. Yeah, rushing back. Yeah, wear themselves out in the regular season. The playoffs is all that matters. So. But I wonder what this would do as far as load management for Steph. Because obviously he's not to carry a lot of the load. So again, that's kind of to my point I was making is now instead of it's just being Steph and Draymond, they mm-hmm. have another piece in D'Angelo that can help you know, facilitate and take some of the minutes off Steph so he's not having to do everything, right? Well, but, he's, but he, D'Angelo's going to play alongside Steph, right? So they're, they're going to be... They're, it's gonna be how how they manage that that the, the times that they play like how they overlap. But, yeah, but as far as like when they're actually playing the workload, it, mm-hmm. if it was just Steph out there, you I mean you kind of saw it in the playoffs this year, especially that what was it game three where Clay Clay was and uh, Clay and KD were missing. Mm-hmm. Steph had to basically score all the points. Yeah, you know like, that's D'Angelo not... will help. D'Angelo will help, but. What can he, I mean, he played in the East. He was not good in the West, you know, when he was the Lakers. He's coming to his own with the Brooklyn team that had no expectations. Mm-hmm. Now you're going to, you know, again, a championship caliber team, different culture, different system. Can he hit those same shots, right? Can he, can he still be, you know, D'Angelo with the Nets when you had a bunch of scrubs? Whenever you're now on an elite team playing next to, you know, MVP, what kind of player will you be? Do you think Kerr will try to... Not major adjustments, but try to do minor adjustments to fit D'Angelo's style? Or do you think he'll try to make D'Angelo fit the Warriors system? I think he's going to ultimately have him fit because it's different from whenever they signed KD, right? Because KD can do his own thing, right? Mm-hmm. They, don't, they don't really have to adjust for him, right? He can fit into the system. Mm-hmm. But for D'Angelo, I think they're going to make him fit into their system because he's not... That guy, right? He's not a KD, right? A KD. Mm-hmm. Draymond yelled at KD for the whole, you know, him isolating. You know, you remember that first argument where, like, you know, he did isolations. Like, hey, this is not how we play. You know, they got onto him for that. But that's the type of player KD can get. He wants the ball. He'll make it. D'Angelo has not earned that credit, mm-hmm. right? So if we look at it as what would be a good like a street cred, right? D'Angelo has not developed the street cred to where they need to adjust to him. He needs to adjust. To their system. Gotcha, yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, I mean, KD is like, yeah. I don't even know, top 15 all time. Yeah, because KD like can get a shot anywhere. Player, yeah. He can get a shot anytime. Can D'Angelo get a shot every time? I don't know. I don't know. But against such a stacked Western Conference, I don't know. Again, I've always said the East was trash. Still trash. How long have you been saying that? Um, ever since LeBron can just pick up scrubs to and then just go to the number one seed, like it doesn't matter like what else happens. Like you have LeBron, like no, I, I agree with you. I'm not trying to be confrontational. Yeah. It's definitely there's two different tiers of of the NBA. Yeah, I mean the, the East has, has gotten better since LeBron's left, but it's being it's been competitive. But is anybody? It just the, the I think the difference is the East doesn't ha- have as many teams that are so good. The West has. Ten teams that are really good. The mm-hmm. East has like three teams that are good. You know, so so it's 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 hard. But I mean, they they got better. You know, Philly team looks good. Milwaukee, for as long as they have Giannis, I can see Giannis leaving. But we'll talk about that later. But uh, let's let's uh enough about me. Let's let's talk about your top off season moves. Uh, so I my first one is the Pelicans. 
I think they well, part of that is luck, right? I mean, they they didn't get to choose to get the number 1 seed. They just walked into it, but they were able to get Zion. Uh, so that's very exciting for their franchise after losing the biggest star they've ever had, would you say? Was yeah. 80 the biggest star. I mean, they had oh, Chris Paul, but Chris Paul was not at like AD level. I think when he was there, they were traded and, and, and things like that. Um, yeah, so the fortune to be able to swap your biggest star ever with the next supposed biggest star mm-hmm. that will you know that will be the new face of the league is incredible. Um, and then just turning into turning that AD trade into all these assets. Yep. Uh, who they got? They got uh, Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram. They basically got the they, they old got Lakers. Hart. Yeah, Josh Hart. Josh Hart. Didn't they get somebody else? Oh, they signed JJ Redick, just oh, in yeah. free agency. Yeah, they gave him big and stupid they, money to come play. And they, got, but it was it a one year? Or t- it was a two year. Yeah, I think it was deal. a two year, like two, two year twenty or something like yeah, that. No, I think it was more than twenty. Oh, okay. Um. Yeah. But yeah, it was it, it was ridiculous, but no, I I agree with that. I think um they picked up Derek Favors too from the mm-hmm. Jazz. I think the Pelicans would be a fun team to watch. Yeah, I'm by all means. I'm not saying they're a mm-hmm. title oh, contender. Oh, yeah, yeah, we're but not, the off season that they had was compared to what their fans have been suffering through these last two years with the, sort of this hostage mm-hmm. situation. Their fan base must be ecstatic about. Yeah, yeah I mean now you have forward. a fresh start. New face of the franchise, and it's not just oh well. I mean, he was the best player. Like this guy, they're talking generational talent. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. So it's it's definitely exciting. Yeah, you have to give up the the, the biggest star that you ever had, but now you get the next guy uh, that's going to come in, and you have a lot of good young assets. I think they're going to be a really exciting team um, to watch, and it'll be fun to watch their games. They're not going to win games. Not a lot of games. But it's going to be exciting watching this team grow, in my yeah. opinion. Um, they can probably contend in the next, in, in about three years. I, I would say Zion's a little bit more developed. They keep picking up assets. Um, and hopefully, um, you know, Josh Hart. Well, yeah, what do you, I was going to say, what do you think of like Ingram and Ball and Hart? Do you think that they'll continue to, uh, you know, be on the incline? Or do you, like, what do you think of their their game? <laughs> I've, I I want to say their game should take the next level up. I think them playing with LeBron really hurts. Like, young players playing with LeBron hurts their development mm. because it's not about them anymore. Like, Ingram was a up-and-coming star. Lonzo was a high draft pick um, and whatnot. Like, I, I loved Lonzo Ball. Um, I think he still has a lot of potential. He's got that funky shot. Uh, but I still think he's good. Um, and I think him throwing lobs to Zion, very exciting. Right. Um, I really want to see Ingram develop into the player that he's supposed to be. Um, I watched a few Lakers games the last two years. I never saw that. I mean, honestly, I don't really know who he was, who what college he went to, what the hype was. Um, but I think he was also a high draft pick. Yeah, so, he was the number two pick. Number, yeah, so hopefully and so was something they were develop both out of that. Maybe it turns into a D'Angelo Russell situation, right, to where he gets get gets out of L.A., right, goes mm. somewhere where he, he there's no pressure and they can fully develop. Um, maybe that's what they need. And, and a lot of times, like, when they're under too much pressure, because, like, you know, whenever these guys came to the league, like, they knew it was a losing team. They knew they would have their time, right? And then, boom, insert L.A., bam, expectations change. Now we got to win. 
I think that's a lot of pressure for like anybody. 19-year-old, 20-year-old, yeah. yeah, definitely. So I, I think that'll be that'll be good. And then Josh Hart was supposed to be the biggest piece because like they didn't really want to give him up. Hear a lot of things about him. Maybe he gets to flourish even more. So mm-hmm. you know who, who who knows? Maybe they flip Drew Holiday for some more assets, right? Get get rid of the, his big money. So they can have that cap space, or he like to your point, he could be the veteran that helps those guys sort of grow. You know, yeah, he might he be, a, be a good leader in that sense. Yeah. I would say I, I say trade him just because of his contract is stupid. Well, yeah, that <laughs> might be why they can't trade him. Though. Yeah. yeah, it could be could be one of those uh, Chris Paul situations, right? But he's he's, he's younger, he's serviceable. But, um, yeah. yeah. So my other two were we basically already discussed the Clippers. They had a huge off season again. Jerry West, he he went and built uh, the. Why can't I think of it? What, he originally built. What did the they call Memphis? Grind not. It was grind. Oh, what was it called? Grit and grind. He built the grit and grind era Memphis. Mm-hmm. That he built that team. They went to the Western Conference. Then he goes and builds this Golden State Warriors. Mm-hmm. Uh, team, he's just got the Midas touch. He goes to the Clippers, and and all of a sudden they've got Kawhi and Paul George, and keep that core that was already yeah. showed that they can comp- compete in the playoffs. So, yeah, they're going to be a really good defensive team. Yeah, really good. Definitely. Team. I mean, they're going to be huge. Patrick Beverly, Paul George, and Kawhi Leonard. Like that's a really good defensive team. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be fun. Maybe maybe they'll shoot for like the lowest points. Loud, who knows? <laughs> yeah, maybe all time NBA defensive team in an era like this that'd be crazy because I mean, like now, like teams are scoring like one thirty on average, so they can keep them. But part of that's because it's the regular season, right? Mm-hmm. Like you see defense really let up, crank. Yeah, they, I was gonna say it cranks up in the playoffs when oh, yeah. they know it. You know, when now, it matters. Now's the time to really play. Mm-hmm. So, um, so let's move into uh, what you thought were maybe the more questionable moves of the NBA offseason. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm going to have to go with um, Charlotte on, on this one. Not sure, you know, what, you know, Jordan's thinking, you know, arguably one of the GOATs. Doesn't know how to run a team. Um, I mean, we were talking about this before we, we aired, but he, he's just not very good with running the GM part of it. Why would you not give Kimba money? Like, this guy has publicly said I will take a discount. I will take a discount and he was like I think I think he was entitled to a 5 year one just a 5 year 225 and I think they said he was willing to take about 190. So they probably Oh, he, I didn't know that. Yeah, he yeah. had said he would Yeah, he like would I mean like he said he wanted to take a discount so I would say it's probably going to be that For 190 the five year? 180 190 range. Okay. And then they give him this low ball offer. That's insulting. I don't blame him for leaving because Which, what was the offer? Um, man, it was it was a five year, one sixty. Okay. Five year one sixty, and he got four years, hundred and forty five or something like that from 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 Boston. From the Celtics, yeah. Um, and he knows he's gonna like. I don't think for him like it was about winning. He did want to stay. Um, Charles obviously nowhere near ready to compete, but I mean like for fifteen million dollars a year less. Yeah, take let me let me go play for Try a compete, franchise. Yeah. Somebody that actually wants me. And then you give close to $20 million a year to Terry Rozier, who has shown that he can't do anything last year. Um, so that front office, complete mess. 
They need to hire a real GM. I don't know who, who that's going to be. I don't know who wants to take on that mess. Maybe Sam Presti. I, I, I don't know. I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll just, we'll just kind of leave it I guess it depends that. on yeah. Yeah, what, what they're willing to pay a GM. Yeah, so what, what, what was yours? What was your questionable move? Oh, so my – I don't know if it's questionable. I guess I don't know how to frame it. What I want to say is the hype about the Utah Jazz being a title contender, I just don't understand it. Um, so I wouldn't say they're – like them picking up Conley, I don't think that's questionable at all. But I just think – it's like, for example, they signed uh, Bogdanovich. Mm-hmm. I forget – I'm pretty sure it was $70 million for oh man was it three or four years anyway it was like 70 million and so now all of a sudden they are quote unquote a title contender because they signed a pacers guy that no one ever talked about ever mm. for 70 million plus mike Conley, which is i mean he's a solid point guard but when he's like 32 now yeah like- he's like getting he's getting into his chris paul age I just don't see it. I don't understand what why there's so much hype for that team. They they definitely took a big step back um, last year. Whenever they they had a lot of hype, you know, the, uh, during Mitchell's first year, I I didn't like. I've never been a Mike Conley fan because to be completely honest, and and I said this before, you know, on my other podcast, like I have no idea who this guy was until they're like, hey, you know what, Mike Conley, highest paid point guard. I'm uh huh. Like, like who? Got that suit, that max. Yeah, he deal. got that max. When it was like, and then he kept getting injured. Like he was just injured all the time. He was he was never that guy. Um, so again, him coming to Utah, I don't know what that does. I mean, I think what they so they swapped out Conley for Rubio, right? Yeah, Rubio went to the yeah. Suns. And so <laughs> there's another question. Yeah, move. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anything the Suns do is is, in all, is on the list. They're not trying to win. <laughs> They're not trying to win. <laughs> Um, they did nothing with uh, the number one pick. I mean, they need to build around Booker, man. Like, the guy is good. This guy can score at will, but they've done nothing to, like, build around him, you know. But, you know, back to the Jazz, like, there was a lot of hype for them two years ago that built into this last season. Uh-huh. And then I guess this signing is supposed to do something. Like, I agree with you. Like, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what's, what, what, what's the hype about them. Yeah, it seems like every year they, you know. They just get bounced in the first round. That's like the what you know their ceiling is. Like we'll make the playoffs, but that's mm-hmm. about it. So it's kind of like, so they might be on that same level as like the Portland Trail Blazers, like kind of on that level. Really good regular season team. Like, but the thing is, Utah's not exciting to watch. Mm, yeah. Portland's exciting to watch. Yeah, Utah's boring team. It's a very boring team. I think they would be really boring this Should year. Should the Jazz sign Carmelo Anthony? Should anybody sign Carmelo Anthony? Um, no. Does he get a farewell tour? We talked about this on our last podcast. What should, should he? <laughs> does Carmelo Anthony get a farewell tour? No, <laughs> I don't think he does. Um, the thing is, nobody wants him. <laughs> I mean, that's that's the reality is that nobody wants him at all. Uh, I mean, he played for the Thunder's two years ago, and he's like, "I'm not coming off the bench," and that's his problem. Is like, dude, you're not that guy anymore. Move on. Be a role player. It's okay to be a role player. Yeah. It's um, okay to try to be Andre Iguodala type person. Yeah, man. like, why not? Like, try to, like, There's win. honor in that. Try to, like, solidify your legacy. You know, put up your Hall of Fame numbers. Like, whatever it is. Yeah. You know, but don't go out and beg to play for Team USA. 
Come on. Did he really? Uh, well, he probably, I, don't know, I don't know if it was begged, but he did ask, and they said no. Wow. Yeah, it's I like we don't need that. They said that we okay. don't need that distraction. Yeah. They said they called it a distraction. Mm. Uh, but he was probably trying to be on a big stage to showcase he still got it. He's probably going to ball hog, and they're like, you know what? We don't need that. Um, you know, speaking of it's things, just sort of an end of an era anyway, right? Like him, him and what? Chris Paul and LeBron. LeBron. It's like the end of that generation of basketball. That's yeah. like all the remnants of it. So I'm sure, as far as like Team USA is concerned, they probably want to move toward a younger. Oh yeah, I mean look they, they have for the like, next Olympics. And, and absolutely, yeah, they have the they, they have Jalen Brown there. They they have Tatum. They have Walker on there. I mean, like, there's three Celtics right there. But you know they want they want the the fresh guys, and they're like having Carmelo on there proves nothing. You know, mm-hmm. like the the problem with Carmelo is like he never adjusted his game. Right. Yeah, high volume, mid range yeah. shooter. That's kind of a. That's not the way the NBA is anymore. He's not. He's he's lazy. Doesn't move. I don't. I don't think he even moves well off the ball. Like if, you know, if he did, he could be serviceable come playoff time uh, for you know teams that are contending. But he's not willing to change uh, his style of play, mm-hmm. and that's kind of. That's not gonna work. But you know what? He got his money. So yeah, he got his money. He. He's good. He got paid. He'll be yeah, all right. He ain't starving. <laughs> he's going to be all right. He doesn't need to play. Oh, man. So what was the next thing? Oh, okay. So let's move on to, uh, you know, what you're looking forward to for this NBA season. Maybe some of the highlights. I want to say the Staples Center matchup. I mean, between the two L.A. teams, that's going to happen a few times. What, like Was it like three or four times regular season? I think they play, four, yeah, they yeah. F- play four times because they're times. in the same division. Yeah, and then playoff time, you know, I I can I can see that I can see the ticket prices already. Oh, uh, it won't be yeah, it won't be realistic to go yeah. to a playoff game. Oh if yeah, they're, if they're playing yeah, each other, it, it, it wouldn't. I mean, like you'll have you'll have uh, California's uh, millionaires in there only. Yeah, you've heard <laughs> of like some of the Warriors, like courtside would yeah. be two hundred. Two hundred fifty thousand dollars for courtside seats yeah. or something. It's gonna be like that. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be uh, it's gonna price a lot of us average Joes <laughs> out, uh, for sure. Uh, but yeah, I want to say that's gonna be the most exciting. Um, so now that you're in LA, is part of that excitement because you could possibly go to one of those games? Um, I don't think. Uh, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I mean, I don't think I'll go to one of those games. But I think for sure, watching it at a LA bar. That would be good enough. Yeah, it'll be rowdy, huh? Yeah, that would be good enough. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, yeah. you know, like, yeah, will you be wearing know. your Lakers hat when you walk into the bar? Because you know, that, you're, I, I might have to be neutral. Size. I might have to be neutral. I might have to wear my Mavs hat or not a hat at all. <laughs> uh, then they were like, "What's this guy doing in here? It's a, it's a LA game. You're in LA. You got a Mavs hat on." Man, so I went to uh, this last. Oh, it was during the finals. Me and Cindy went to a bar, mm-hmm. and I was wearing my Warriors hat, and it was. I just it wasn't uncomfortable, but there was a lot of Lakers people giving you the the sound pond, the side eye. Yeah, I've never seen Lakers people cheer so much for uh, for a Canadian team. That was kind of weird to me. But it's yeah, one of those, they, like you rather not see that team win, so you rather. Yeah, I think that's what it was. But it's funny because they're wearing their Lakers gear, even yeah. though it's you know they they're watching a Warriors versus Raptors game, but. Yeah, so maybe it'd be better if you just go neutral. Huh? Yeah, yeah. I'll, I think I remain neutral. Maybe I'll wear a wear a baseball jersey there to the basketball go. game. Yeah. Throw them off. They're like, "What's this guy doing here?" 
just throw them off. Um, I think the second thing I'm looking forward to is, um, you know, my Mavericks. Um, Man, amen. That that's gonna be that's gonna be fun. They'll be fun. Best case for them, you, seventh, eighth seed. Okay, so you do think it's possible they could be in the play? I think it's possible, um, but again, we never seen the unicorn and Doncic play together. Um, but you already know, just Luca. You know he's that good. Like he's oh, that he's type good. of player. Like he's changes good. your team type of player. He's good. Like man, like I need I need a Luca jersey. That's that's what I need. If I'm gonna get any basketball jersey, I need a Luca jersey. Um, I hope uh, hope he stays around for a while, like like Dirk. But you know, in today's NBA, you never know. But I am really excited to see, you know, what they can do. Like, the Mavs always have problems signing big free agents. We always swing and we miss. We swing and we miss mm-hmm. every time. And we finally got. And then you sign them two years later. Yeah, like you do get, DeAndre yeah. Jordan. Yeah, or, or we get him like Tyson Chandler, and then we train him away, or we gave him away because we don't want to pay him. And then boom, hey, we'll take him back. Yeah, when they yeah. when they're not really. Yeah, when they're like old shells. Yeah, yeah. You know, but we did get um, the unicorn. You know, he's coming off an injury, but he's still young. I mean, he's only been in the NBA for like three seasons. Yeah, I think so. he's only twenty three. I want to say. I mean, he's yeah, yeah he's got a. Big uh, future ahead yeah. of them. So kudos to the master front office of uh, getting unique for uh, getting unique um, and thinking outside the box, being creative of getting a team together without having to go out and sign somebody. Because obviously that has not worked for us. Who else do you tell me? Because I don't know the Mavs that well. Who else do you guys have? Um, so you you resigned Powell, right? Yeah, uh, we we've yeah we have Powell. Powell's serviceable. Uh, we have the other Curry. We got Seth. That's right. You got mm-hmm. Seth back. See, again, mm-hmm. you had him. Mm-hmm. Injured all season, let him go. It comes now back. you brought him back. So that's kind of a bad omen. Yeah, Hopefully he turns out to be, you know. But, but Curry, Curry really stepped up his game last year. So I think hopefully, you know, I don't know how they're going to use him. Hopefully they, they give him a starting spot next to Luka because he, he is a so shooting So you think guard. that would be their, like, two guard? Yeah, he, because they use Luka as a point guard anyways. Yeah. Like, Okay, put it put a shooter out there. That makes sense. Um, you know they got they got the the, the former uh, Clippers uh, center, the big guy, the really big guy, like over seven foot. Oh, Boban. Yeah, Boban. Yeah, you him. grabbed him from the Sixers. Yeah, and yeah, we got Finley Smith, and we got a bunch of like. Finney Smith seemed like a he's like a second year guy, right? Well, no, now he'd be a third like, year. He's like third or fourth year. Yeah, um, he's a younger guy. He seemed yeah. like he had. Um, he, he's a develop more a future though. Yeah, serviceable. Um, we picked up a point guard from Memphis um, that kind of washed out there. Hopefully, changes scenery, does something for him. Who's that? Man, I don't have his name. I, I didn't want to say it was like a Grant or Grand. I don't know if that's his first or last name, but. Okay. Something like that. It was it was during the trade that they made with uh, Memphis. So there's that, and then we have probably have JJ Berea. We probably have Devin Harris. You know the very old Mavs that been around since the championship. Yeah, run. That, I would be surprised if they're still getting a lot of minutes anymore. And you know what sucks? I would love. Oh, to you see have Jalen Brunson too. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. We have we have Jalen, but yeah. you know I would love to have seen Dirk give this team one shot, just one more run. Like maybe sign him like. Towards the end of the year, be like, man. hey, Derek, come playoff time, man. Come on, put up a few buckets. Dude, he just looks, <laughs> he looked pretty geriatric yeah, out there. I don't know is. how no, that I just, I just want to see what's good for Dirk, man. Like, I, I wanted to see him get a real shot mm-hmm. um, at, you know, a championship again. And, you know, for him being so loyal, I feel like he deserves that. 
yeah. right, to, to do it with the Mavs. Because, he, again, he could have left many, many off-seasons to go to a team that would pay him more mm-hmm. with a much better chance. But he stuck with Cuban, you know, through thick and thin, gave him discounts, signing for $10 million when he could get twenty five. Mm-hmm. You know, he didn't do the, the whole Kobe Bryant thing, you know? You need to get $35 million on the way out when... Yeah, when you're, you're not that you're not a thirty-five million dollar player anymore. Yeah. Although, part of me understands it. It's almost like a thank you. You know what I mean? Because yeah. he was part of five championships, so it's like thank you for that era of Lakers basketball. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they, the it's a crazy contract, that's for sure. Yeah. What are, what are you, what are you looking forward to? Uh, for the upcoming season. Oh yes, I'm with you. I. I can't wait to see Chris Stops return. People, I, it just seems like the league forgot about him because he's been missing for so long. That guy was a, just a freak of talent, you yeah. know? 7 3, can shoot from anywhere. I mean, you can't. People talk about you can't, uh, you know, KD's impossible to guard because you can't block his shot. Well, mm-hmm. Chris Stops is right in that same vein. There's like no yeah. way you're going to block this guy. So if he. Comes back and looks like Chris stops. That is just. I think the Mavericks are just going to be incredible. Yeah, it it will be very exciting if all the pieces we have could get there. I I think we're probably missing one big piece to be legitimate title contenders. What sort of piece? Like what? Who? What type of player are you thinking needs to? I'm thinking complete the cycle. I'm thinking like. Probably a guy down low, like probably a center, like maybe like you know, like I really wanted them to, to like sign DeAndre Cousins. Jordan. No, no, not no. Let's 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 not get him. Try to get him back for the third time now. <laughs> um, but you know, some some somebody that can help spread the floor a little bit. Um, Cousins is not a bad idea. Actually. Yeah, like that's, that I, I wanted. That. I wanted. Because he can shoot the three as well, but he's so big that he could still play down low. Mm -hmm. And and he can grab the boards. Uh, But I would say, like, that's part of what we're missing. Like, a good role player would be, like, a knockdown three guy. Like, you know, like like a Danny Green, something along that line. You know, maybe Mm -hmm. like with J.J. uh, Redick. Um, But again, that's not the season. But I would say if we were, if we had that one extra piece... I don't know how our salary cap situation is looking, but you know maybe next year if we can get that one piece, you know maybe a Demarcus because after he reestablishes value, maybe in the fifteen million dollar range. That's sort of the role Powell plays, though, right? He's sort of that. But but Powell can't shoot. That's the problem. He yeah, can't shoot. He yeah. he is the pick and roll guy. Uh huh. He's a pick and roll guy, and he can. He's a lot like a lob. Yeah, yeah. He can dunk because he's like super athletic. Yeah, but mm-hmm. that's it. He can't shoot. Like, or if if they can get Powell to develop a shot, that's another thing. But. He's, he still can't play the center position. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm wondering, like, what if you had someone like Brandon Ingram on, on that team? If he became... Like, Ingram will kind of be like the unicorn. Like, they're kind of playing that same role. Tall, lanky guys that can shoot the ball a little bit, have a little bit of drive. Obviously, you know, Kristaps is better than him. But I feel like you're going to have two guys playing almost the identical. Like, you're getting mm-hmm. almost the same thing. Maybe five points less, but is that worth paying a lot of money for to lock up because then now you gotta use them as a three and four and mm-hmm. then you have to have a true big out there that's probably not gonna give you a lot of points so you don't think Powell could play the true big I'm thinking that's what I was thinking more along the lines of you know Powell is your mm-hmm. big and then you just have shooting everywhere so I mean, Seth, so be, say you started Seth, Seth Curry mm-hmm. 
That's for all four of your guys plus mm-hmm. Powell can shoot lights out. Yeah, if Powell could spread the floor, because the thing is, like, they know pick and roll, probably getting a lob, right? But with Demarcus, Demarcus can pass a little bit too. Yeah, he's right? a really good. He, passer, he's not. Yeah. He's not as good as. Um, and uh, and the he's Joker. so cheap. That was what was weird. Is yeah. like you. But got... he probably wanted to go to somewhere he can contend. So that's him, yeah. him coming to the Mavericks on a minimum contract doesn't make sense. Yeah. But again, maybe he develop his his, his value again. Comes back and you know at fifteen million, I think that would be you know good. Maybe even up to twenty for three years, bearing no injury. Yeah, I think that would be a good chance to take. Mm-hmm. So this will be this will be the year where people see okay, is this guy finally healed or mm-hmm. is he gonna time. have a bunch of more injury problems? Yeah, know, throughout the season. Yeah, and, and like you know, whenever he had this injury, the the biggest the biggest thing for him was that they're like, hey. This is a huge injury, yeah. And this is a big guy. It's not a good combination. Mm-hmm. So, so I would say my other thing I'm looking forward to is I think that um, De'Aaron Fox is going to be he's going to be an All Star this year. He's going to get his first time All Star appearance. I think he's going to take that much of a leap. What is this? This will be year three for him. Year I think. three. I think he's ready to take that much of a leap and uh, kind of be. I don't know. I guess people will compare him to Westbrook because he's so quick, or like John Wall because he's mm-hmm. so fast with the ball yeah, as I was a thinking point John guard. Wall. Um, but he's like Without a shot. he's bigger than both of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If he needs to develop a shot, if he could get mm-hmm. a jumper, yeah. And the thing is, like coming out of college, that was Darren Fox's thing. Oh, this guy's fast. Yeah, he's fast. He's fast. He's fast. Very athletic. Um, and because it was him and him and Lonzo. That was, uh-huh, that was the, yeah. the top point guards. It was him and Lonzo. They're like, yeah, this guy's fast. But he needs a shot. Mm-hmm. I feel like any time you play the guard position, especially the guard position, you need a you need a shot. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. I think, I, I don't know. I just think he's going to take the step this year. So we'll, it'll be interesting to see if he's able to do it. I mean, he could. I mean, I mean Sacramento's getting better. Yeah. They are. They were in playoff contention last year. Yeah, and they've kind of... I don't want to say they built a team around him because it's like a few parts, mm-hmm. but they've they have made it hit like you're gonna be the point guard of this team. So this is you know you're gonna sort of run the show. Yeah, they yeah. they have good pieces. I mean, they have Bagley, so it's 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 good. It's good, good young pieces to build off of. Mm-hmm. And they're like last year they were. We'll go out and get one forty. This is a high scoring one to place really fast. Mm-hmm. Which all fits into his strengths. So. Yeah, yeah. Like, let him run down the floor. Uh-huh. You know, but but he is, he is quick. He is quick. He doesn't. He's not strong, but he's quick. Yeah. So I think I think that's why, like, um, you know, even though he's bigger than Westbrook, but he's faster as well because I don't think he's got that much muscle on him. Um, but he needs to he needs to develop that shot, and I think that would, that would give him the All Star nod. Yeah. But it's also, playing for Sacramento, playing for a market like that, you really got to be good. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's the West, so it's a gauntlet. That's why, if I mean, basically, if you can make it in the West, then you can make you're, it anyway. then you're, yeah, you're there, so. Um, do we have something else oh, we want uh, to cover? It was like conference finals, right? Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't know. Yeah. But no, I mean. What, conference finals? Oh, like just who we think, yeah. yeah. All right, so let's move into uh, what we think maybe the conference finals will look like uh this next playoffs yeah I think the consensus is the same it's, it's a theme for me the West 
both LA teams. Um, that's going to be. They're so be that the, means you think they'll be the one-two seed then? I don't. That's think, the only way yeah. they're they're going to meet up in the conference. Yeah, I, I think I think that's what's going to happen. It, it may take a little time uh, for them to to get to that level um, because again, Paul George not being there is going to take a little bit of time for them to develop that. But I would say it will be those two conference finals. Um, and again, said this for the past four years, Western Conference Finals is going to be the real championship. Not okay. So you think that? that'll? Yeah, yeah. that'll be because I, I mean, like before, what it was like um, was oh. it Houston, Golden State? Nobody wanted to watch um, Golden State, Cleveland. You know, that yeah, wasn't, that wasn't a good matchup. Yeah, that um, was a, a sweep. Well, the one year they beat them four one. The next yeah. year they swept them. Yeah, yeah. It was there was although last year the East won. So, yeah, yeah, but it was eh, different team. There were some caveats there. Yeah, yeah a lot of injuries yeah. happened and big, stuff. Big, so. big injuries to your uh, second guy, third guy. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, Toronto was a – I mean, they peaked at the right time. They, they were they a really the right time, good team. But they also got lucky. Like, I got to admit, they got lucky. I mean, you know, the Sixers series, right? It took the quite uh, – Yeah, the crazy like the bounce. Beater. Yeah, in the game um, seven. And I think – didn't they also have a little bit of issues out of that first round too? No, the no, 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 no. Orlando beat them. It was, it was against the Bucks. Yeah, yeah, it was against the Bucks because that also went to Game Seven. No, no, the Bucks won the first two games. Mm-hmm. They almost won the third. Okay, um, but then yeah, Toronto after they won the first two, Toronto won four in a row. Oh, so yeah. they kind of yeah, they kind of just started to peak, I thought, and mm-hmm. and carried that into the finals. But there was some luck with the injuries and stuff. But I mean, you you can't hold that against them. You know, they, they play who shows up, so... Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And then uh, the other side, Bucks sixers yeah. I, I don't the think... The East is so top-heavy. Yeah. Just... yeah, unless Boston flips a switch. Like, they were so good two years ago, and they fell off so much that I don't know if inserting Kimba is the answer. But they're good. Like, they will probably be the number three, number three seed. But what are they going to do? Do you think... You think Hayward will return to, to U- form? Utah Jazz Hayward, or because that would be quite a. Uh, I mean, uh, I think he'll be like eighty percent that guy, because okay. I don't think he's he's able to reach that capacity and then some anymore. I think he's, I mean, like these injuries, man, like they really mess you up. Yeah. And plus, you know, it was it was first it was first came in, you know, um, into that new big contract, but I don't think he's. I don't think he's gonna get back to because that players. Hayward plus Kimba, with plus Jalen and and yeah. Jason Tatum sounds very promising. It's just sort of will that yeah. happen or not? But yeah. you know, like I feel like everybody took a step back last year for Boston. Everybody, Tatum didn't continue his development. Jalen Brown definitely. Yeah, didn't. yeah. Now, do you think some of that was Kyrie though? It could his be his presence it on could the team. Be. Like or? it really could be. Um, but we'll find out. Yeah. Right? Now we got Kimba, a guy that wants to you know be a good leader. You know, in it. So let's see what happens. What did you think about them signing Ennis Cantor as well? I, I like Cantor. I like Cantor, but trading Cantor for Horford, right? No, no. no. Horford just it's, left. Yeah, yeah, he yeah was I mean, a like, free that's what we like, like swapping out. Like, swapping oh, out. yeah, I, I got you. Um, okay. Yes, yeah, so swapping that out. Um, not not the not the biggest not the biggest signing. Like, I like Cantor. Like, like I really do. I think he's very serviceable. Um, you know, he's a guy that always gets in the. Does he is he the one that always gets in LeBron's face? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I love, he gets in anybody's yeah. face basically. He's, yeah, I he's love about I that. love I love Cantor, but again, uh, you 
Horford had had a had a three pointer, and Ennis, Ennis does not. So mm-hmm. I think you, you lose you lose quite a bit there. But I think hopefully Kimba and rejuvenated Boston squad would be good. Because like if they would have had that last year, everybody that was like ready to go, everybody comes back, everything's doing the right things. They would have been scary. Yeah. Because they're young and they would have been good. Like all of them, all of them could shoot the ball. But all instead, you could just see this sort of visible anxiety that they yeah. all had for whatever reason with yeah, the and chemistry they just and stuff. They just weren't there. So, you know, when there's bad chemistry, like people can't play to their potential. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. it, it's really in the psychic because then it's just like they don't want to play for each other no more. You know, like, you know, it's always about, um, you know, what makes like good teams is like, you know, you playing for the next guy, right? And, and that's how you make good teams when everybody's on the same page. And that wasn't the Boston squad last year. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were that the year before. They probably were rallying around the whole injury and everything like that. And everybody was trying to, you know, play for, you know, Hayward. It's like, hey, man, it's a nasty-looking injury. Hopefully you come back, blah, blah, blah. But then last year, that was not the same team. Like, the roster was almost the same. But yeah, people's, they did, people's they attitude, different, yeah. not the same. Mm-hmm. Body language, not the same. So I just want to get this straight. You're predicting that the Dallas Mavericks get into the playoffs as the eighth seed and beat the Lakers in the first round oh, no. for the 8-1 upset, just oh, like no. the We Believe Warriors? No, Is no. That? Well, the, the Warriors did that to us. Uh, Baron Davis. I know. So now it's your guys, it's your guys' turn, right? To yeah, yeah. We we don't, I don't think we have the roster to defend that those big bodies. We don't. Yeah. Well. Well, but we'll see. It'll be exciting. Yeah, I can see us. You know, making the playoffs. But I think that seven eight spot. There's probably four or five teams that could enter that. So it's gonna be tough. Yeah. How many wins do you think you have to get to get into the West? I think 48. 48. I'm trying to think. Last year, I think teams were getting in with 44. Yeah. Because I, the, it's so competitive that, like, well, like the Warriors, mm-hmm. they were the one seed and they only had 58 wins. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not very high because you just lose so much in the West. Yeah. I, I think this year teams are going to beat up on the teams they need to beat up on. And because there's the West is so stacked yeah. this year, that there's going to be a huge, there's going to be a huge difference between. The top eighteen, you know, the top ten teams in, in the rest of it. So mm-hmm. I think there's gonna be a, a big, a big drop off there, you know. And then it could be like previous year to where maybe, you know, after one and two, three, four, five, and six could be separated by one or two wins. Yeah, you know. So it'll be, it'll be, it's gonna be tight. Cool. Well, it was good talking to you again, Andy. Thanks for coming on the show. Yeah. No. Thank you for. Uh, thanks for having me. Uh, we'll probably have you back, right? You're, yeah, man. You're yeah, down man. to this again. Hit me so up. You're in the area. Hit me up. Let's go. Let's let's talk after like the season, man. Let's after the first game. Yeah, maybe so opening fun. night or something. Yeah, yep, that'll, that'll be, be good. All right, for Andy, this is Drew uh, with a special edition of the Lowering the Rim podcast. Um, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram. The handle is at Lowering the Rim. That's at Lowering the Rim. And we will see you guys next episode. Take care. We're out. Four, four, four. By 17. Okay, you know, by 46. Like